With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Very sturdy of you. <laughs> another day on Radio Row. Another day to give the Sims and Lefko faithful some of the best content they've ever heard in their entire life. I don't care if you put a camera on me, I'm going to nail that shit because I am the transition king. Oh, the transition king. Uh, what is going on? Oh, when hello. I, we had another. We had a busier day today than we did yesterday. What? And what we've decided to do is to take the six best interviews from the day and give it to you. Here's That's how it's going to be hard to pick. Two defensive studs, Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Two all-time quarterback legends, Terry Bradshaw and Doug Flutie. And then two NFC South guys that I think sat down and had a better time than they thought they would in Mark Ingram and Gerald McCoy. You made Mark Ingram's Instagram story. Did I Congrats. Really? It's hey. a big deal. There's hey. only one media outlet on that Instagram story today. pa ka 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 I don't know what that means. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Yeah, we've established a few new things today. One, that whenever we say Mark Ingram, we say Mark Ingram. And then also... Uh, we are officially the fullback, the, the podcast to bring back fullbacks. Yeah. You'll hear that interview with Moose Johnston in the upcoming days and weeks. Um, first, I want to say our amendment number one, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback, quarterback we've ever seen. seen. Uh, he came out today and said, oh, that's an interesting move to fire the quarterbacks coach. They didn't even consult me, which is a very passive aggressive way of saying what the fuck. Uh, we thought this was going to be changes for Aaron Rodgers, but apparently not so much. You would think they would consult him a little bit. Right. You would. But at the same time, New England doesn't consult Tom Brady before they make changes to their quarterback position. The the coach is the coach. Excuse me. That was puberty hit me there. Wow. I just got my first pubes. Uh, But (laughs) the... So, you know, like I under... You would think so. Yeah. And especially there where... I mean, like we've talked about, he is the team in a lot of years. I know. But isn't, it, isn't it different in New England, though, where Bill Belichick has earned the credibility to make decisions without talking to Tom Brady? Well, yes, it, it is certainly that. But I think if you went back into history, like, okay, I mean, other great quarterbacks, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys were asking Troy Aikman. I don't think Bill Walsh asked Joe Montana. Uh, it's just we're in a new age right now where that's actually a thing because 
the quarterback. Look what we be- just saw in Dallas. Well, the quarterback's become the second biggest guy on the organization, only behind the owner. He's more powerful. Look at this. Look at the poster over there. It's Tom Brady and right? Nick Foles. Thank Nick Foles you. is the 38th best player on the Eagles, and yet it's him versus Tom Brady. I think it's crazy. It should be Tom Brady and Fletcher Cox no all shit. over this place. No shit. You know what? But it's the quarterbacks. It's all about and then and then they complain that there's no star quarterbacks in the AFC and NFC Championship game. You made it this way, NFL. Cry me a fucking river. You've made it about the quarterback, the quarterback. And now nobody wants to watch the AFC and NFC Championship game because there wasn't great quarterback. I'm so happy you brought that up. I have been, I thought about it last night. If Fletcher Cox, if the Eagles win, he'll probably be the MVP. But he, I don't think he's going to win the MVP. Dude, it's just a disrespect. What were what were? I, I don't mean to bag on this person. The quarterback MVP thing in the Super Bowl is so overplayed now and so stupid. Yeah, it's like it 80, used to have 90%. to be a special game. Okay. But, like, what were Eli Manning's stats in the 2000s, you know, to beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl? We'll in get 11? that to in a second. No, in 07. When he won that one, they, they beat the— It all comes down to the Tyree catch and all that Whatever. stuff. Whatever. Yeah. The reason they won the game was because of Michael Strahan and Justin Tuck and O.C. Umanura. That was ridiculous. Justin Tuck had, what, three sacks? Three sacks. I think Strahan had, like, two and had, like, six quarterback hits or yeah. hurries, whatever it may it's be. an issue. So we'll get to that stat here. Any We're going to get it right after these guys. Oh, hold on. We're going to get it right now. Matt Cavis are coming off the top ropes. So what was it? We don't know yet. He's figuring out what Super Bowl. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Let's go to two guys that we're going to give respect to because we're leading off with them. Von Miller, Aaron Donald. Holy crap, Aaron Donald in person. The Sims just wanted to squeeze his entire body. I don't think he could squeeze it. It's like metal. Take a listen. We'll start off. Von Miller reigning. No, former Super Bowl MVP. Last time I saw Von Miller in person, I was at his house. It was the middle of the season, 2015. Right. And uh, goes on. They win the Super Bowl. They almost didn't even let up 200 yards in the Super Bowl. We were at the Super Bowl, me and Sims, and I was cheering, hold him under 200. Your defense was amazing. You win the MVP. You go on Dancing with the Stars, and now you're a household name. And I'm so proud of you, man. Man, it's, it's, it's been a wild ride. It's crazy, man. I just normal guy get lucky, man. It's been dope, man. Yeah, whatever. It, man. Normal guy with freakish speed, uh, skill, power combination. You look trim as hell. I mean, yeah, you do look trim as hell. I mean, he right. went to the Texas a&M Aggie, so that's a little bit of a downfall oh, of his career, <laughs> but other than that, you know, you know, you know everybody make mistakes, you know, you, you <laughs> went to the other side, it's all good. I love <laughs> that you call yourself a Ferrari, and you're rocking the Ferrari frames. Yeah, yeah. You gotta really, I mean, you gotta, if you're gonna talk it, you gotta really live it, you know? If Walk it like you're talking. You have to, you have to. You know, you might not have a Ferrari, but you can get the Ferrari frames, you know? Man, it's funny, we just had Doug Flutie, and he was talking about how he's building the body of a 1966 Batman mobile. Oh, and I said, it's funny, I talked to Vaughn, he's got a Batmobile too. Yeah, that's ill. I still got it. It's still in the same spot. Um, man. I, I thought about selling it a couple of times, and I was like, man, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's sentimental value. It's my, yeah. very, it's my very first car when I got into the National Football League. It, it only has like 6,000 miles on it. Yeah. You know, I, I got to keep it around. This is country right here. Well, uh, I know. I know. I mean, I've seen his commercials with the, the chicken for, I think, the NFL Network's chickens. <laughs> uh, your commercials for Old Spice, which you're here to talk about, we'll get to that in a second, are awesome. I appreciate they really it. Are. It's, I mean, it's right along. It's right along with who I am. You know, my yeah, personality. Exactly. You know, the writers and what they write up. It's it's really nothing too odd or, or too far fetched for me to do. Well, that I know that's where I think this is the most amazing thing, and I, I I wonder if you even realize this. You probably do. I'm just, but 
it's rare that the face of the franchise is an outside linebacker yeah. slash defensive end. Yeah. And, you know, you're on Dan Patrick talking about quarterbacks that are going to make the team better and all that. I mean, do you recognize it sometimes, like, how awesome you are? I mean, I, no, I really don't. I really don't look at it like that. I just, uh, you know, I feel truly blessed. You know, never in a million years. I always thought I'd be in the National Football League. I always thought I'd be a great player, but never like this. Right. So everything that comes is is new, and, and I'm grateful for it, and I and I enjoy it. And that's why I have energy when I do all this stuff because, you know, it's uh, it's dope, and I, and I really appreciate it. Right. This past off season, you went through like the off season of hell, and you worked out. And you were—you mm-hmm. told me before you were pretending you had children hanging from you to keep yourself yeah. motivated. Yeah. Are you going to do that same crazy off season again? Yeah, I, I get back there. I get back to San Francisco. Um, there's really no work like that. You know, it's uh, it's, it's really nothing like that. That's uh, it helped me take my game to the next level. Um, it's a workout that you have to go look for and you have to find it. Mm. And, um, when you get the big contract and you win the Super Bowl and your Super Bowl MVP, what is the other things that keep that focus? Because it's very easy to chill. See, I mean, it depends on your mindset. In my opinion, you know, I felt like the contract wasn't really what I supposed to get. I feel like it should have been $100 million guaranteed. <laughs> so that's why I go out and prove. I, I go out there and I try to better my game each and every week. And it's just a second contract. I plan on playing, you know, who knows how long. You know, you can't really let down after two. We were so happy for you because you're one of the few guys that actually went through with the holdout. Mm-hmm. And it actually worked. And uh, I'm curious. we got a few guys right now. Le'Veon Bell, Aaron Donald, Odell Beckham. He and I know you're fr- Odell last year. And you are friends that, with Odell. Yes. And we are Team Odell all the way. What, yeah. what would you say to these guys? I mean, you got to really take advantage of your opportunity. Um, you know, in the National Football League, I mean, you know, it, it this opportunity that you have, especially going into your second contract, it doesn't it doesn't come around like that. Right. So you have to take advantage of that. You know, the third contract is different, fourth right. contract is different, but that second one, when you're in your prom, you have to take advantage of it. You had to take advantage of that, and you have to get what you deserve. That you. I mean, you're shit, we got that. Alex Smith getting ninety million guaranteed, and we got position players. It's well, a little you, crazy. It's crazy. You wouldn't pay Kirk Cousins for three years now. Alex is there for six hours and you get a new contract. I, it, it, and that's, I, I try to explain to people all the time, that's why defensive players and some people, you hate quarterbacks sometimes because you go, damn, you're 20th at your position and you're making, you know, uh, four times the amount of money I am as a great defensive tackle or whoever it, whoever it may be. No, I mean, deep down, in, deep down in my heart, I felt like I'm a quarterback. You know, I feel my my very first position was the quarterback position. So I, I feel like I'm a quarterback. You know, I like to think, dang, if I was the same Vaughn, and I was a quarterback. It'd be so. It'd be so tight. But you know, God, God's plan. I'm a. I'm a defensive terror. I get after quarterback. He's quoting Drake. Well, God's plan. Yeah, he's is, a huge Drake fan. I love Drake. Yeah. I love Drake too. It's by far my number one rapper, but not even close. <laughs> uh, but oh, all right, so so I'm being serious. Lefko thinks I'm like being I, sarcastic. He, I've had to teach him the Migos. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know everybody that sings every song. I'm a 37 <laughs> no, year old you, dad. Hey, you now. know the bangers. You know the bangers. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. So that's the way I am at this point in my life. Wait, but so what made you? This is my. We say this all the time. Like the players got to start playing the owner's game. Like mm-hmm. they make it a business. And oh, you didn't play good, so we're gonna cut you, or yeah. we want you to take a pay cut. Like, please tell Odell not to play unless they give him a long-term contract. No, I, I wouldn't tell Odell that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell Odell to sit out one of his prime years. Um, I, I just wouldn't tell him that. You, you know, know this is this is the game that we love. At the end of the day, you know, um, you know, guys gonna make their decisions, but. You really can't make if you sit out a year. You really can't make that back. You know, if, if you're in a race to be in line with the greats, and if you're in a race to try to do this and try to do that and be remembered forever, 
you know, you got to get out there and play. That's the unfortunate situation of our sport. Basketball doesn't have to deal with that. Right. You know, uh, baseball doesn't have to deal with that. It's just, it's just unique to our sport. If we changed it and everybody got guaranteed contracts, it would change the sport. It would, but you were willing to sit out the year, weren't I was, you? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you felt you were at the <laughs> right part of your career where you felt like, okay, I can no, do I, this I right now. I didn't really want to. Yeah, I right, I know to. you don't want it. I didn't want to, but yeah. I was prepared to. I felt like that was the decision that I had to make um, for my for my career. I yeah. felt like that was the decision I had, to, I had to put the stats and you know all of that stuff aside and just go out there and you know sit out. Yeah. Did, did but you come, uh, luckily, it didn't come to that. Did you come out recently and said you want Kirk? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 look, we're I like on team, we're on team Kirk Cousins, like Kirk. man. We think he's got the swag. We think he's got like the Kirk. ability, and, and he is not, a not, super nerd. He's not even done growing yet. Like he's right. just now figuring out the franchise quarterback thing. So, you know, his best years are his best years are his best years are to come. And I hope they're in Denver with me. Yeah, you, know, and, you, you yeah. got you have to see a young quarterback, and I'm curious about your perspective. Last game of the year. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He had a nice little play, scooted out from your grass, made a throw. Yeah. You're going to see him twice a year he's for the good, next yeah. few years. He's good. He's, he's, he's extremely good. That's why the Chiefs drafted him. Um, that's why they let go of Alex. Yeah. You know, he's prepared to take the reins. He's got all the tools oh, around him. to sack the shit out of him. Right? Yeah, you know, uh, we'll that's do what that. you're paid to do. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, Patrick, he's, he's a great quarterback. I like his game. Um, he has all the weapons around him. He has a running back. He has the offensive line. He has receivers. He has one of the best tight ends in the game. Yes, he does. Defense is unstoppable. It's yeah, it's it's, it's poised for him to take. Are we doing the him. pass rush summit again this offseason? Yeah, we are. We what are. are we adding to it this year? Um, I got a sponsor this year. So. Who wow. is the sponsor? It'd be good. Uh, Bass Pro Shops. I've been working with Bass Pro Shops. On the hat. It'll be at uh, Big Studio Lodge. Um, down in southern Missouri. Is that what I saw you on like Instagram? Yeah, yeah. You were looking at it. Oh, that's I, a beautiful. Setup. I went to go check it out, and I, I just fell in love with it. And it's uh, it's a place where we can go learn pass. We can go learn how to be better pass rushers. And in turn, I can give you a piece of what. What was the one up. thing that you used this season that you learned the, from the pass rush? The long arm. I learned from Khalil Mack. It's, oh, uh, the long arm that I learned from Khalil Mack. It uh, it helped my game out a lot. You mean um, the jab underneath the shoulder pad yeah, like he the does? One, two, three, the one, two, three up the field and jab right to the chest. I'm not as strong as Khalil, so well he's a freak. It's not as it's not as, as effective as Khalil, but it works. Right, I mean, it was it's, another it's, it's addition good. to your yeah, repertoire. It's, it's good with all other things that I do exceptionally well. So right, it's good to switch it up. And the pass for some is, is for everybody. You know, um, I have uh, Yannick uh, in, in Gagwe. Right, I, I've. I love his game. Man. Yeah, he's I love his game. Similar to you, like just he's gonna scare people with speed around the edge and bend, right? I love his game. I and mean, there's right. nobody in the game right now that has the, the chop slap better than him. Is that right? He has he has, he has thirteen sa- he had thirteen sacks this year. Do the chop slap. Struggles. Like show me the it's chop like slap. Right. It's like when he come and he wait and he get the, the offensive lineman outside hand and he's slapping, he's free on the outside. Gotcha. You know, the guys are not doing that in the offensive line, they know he's about to do it. Right. And, and they he still, still can't stop. That's some Dwight Freeney shit. Just right think there. of just think of Yannick learned my spin right. and Khalil Longhorn. It'd be what? Yeah. what? So that's why I like to bring all the guys together and we learn this stuff from each other. You know, I, I feel like over time that would be my legacy. That would be my legacy with the game. If, if a guy goes to now the, he's on 4-4-4 talking about legacy. If a, guy, like if a guy goes to the Hall of Fame and he's up there say, man, I learned this at Von Miller's Pastor or something, boom. That's, boom. I have an idea I'm going to pitch you on. I know we're going over time. I'm gonna let, so you have the summit. Have you ever seen on NBA TV, they have, like, the full court, and it'll be, like, six legends sitting around shooting mm-hmm. shit? Yeah. I want to do that with football players. I want to get, and this is, like, when Khalil Mack, all you guys get older, yeah. sitting around shooting the shit, talking about topics that aren't even just football. Yeah, I love that. And I want to do that at Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be the face of it, we can call it Von Miller's Conversation. Yeah. If, if you want to get the producer out of your videos, you don't want to have him dancing. 
all on all in the music videos. Do you think? Come on over to Bleacher Report, man. Do you know what Sims, do you know who he's, who's quoting right That's now? That's more my generation. This is, and that would be Suge Knight talking oh, about P Diddy. Yeah. I mean. Get the producer out the videos. No, but I'm, I think that'll yeah, be Yeah, we get the producer. Look at our producers. We're like, get the yeah, hell out yeah, of yeah. here. Shut up, you freaking idiots. All right, so you're yeah. here with Old Spice. Yeah. We know that, but here's how it works. You are going to do your pitch, uh-huh. and then Sims and I are going to grade you 1 through 10 okay. on your ability to pitch. Okay. So you better ham it up because we have high expectations for the man that is Von Miller. Okay. Right to that camera. Here teaming up with the guys at Old Spice again to promote the new Captain scent. It's part of the Red Collection. It's a premium scent. Without the fancy bottles and the fancy price tag for guys like me and you. Captain. And plus, I'm a captain on the field, yeah. on the football field. So it's perfect. Captain. Oh, I love the smile. That's the yeah. old spice smile. I'm going eight. I'm not giving anybody a 10. You're unless, getting soft. And, you know, he went to Texas. It was really a nine. It's all good. But if he went to Texas A&M, so I, I dock him a point oh, there. Oh, you got me five. Here's why I'm giving you a five. 58, baby. Oh, yeah, there's the 58. Whoa, whoa. Here's the reason. I've been to your house. You have a cologne collection, <laughs> but none of them smell as good as the Old Spice yes, Red Old Collection. Spice. The, the Captain from Red Collection. Put you on blast, left coast. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't mean to your bag. You dumbass, left coast. I don't with your bag. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, Von Miller, a true personality of the game, and I'm dead serious about the Von Miller conversations. If you're serious, yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. Have your people too. talk to my people, and we can get Bleacher reported the past first summit. It'd be even better. Well, we'll be there, yes. If you want to do that, we'll be there. Oh, Thank you, guys. Todd Miller. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. So there are certain players in the NFL that we marvel over, that we look at and go, this is the complete package. And I think we have them with us right now. Aaron Whoa. Donald. Do, <laughs> who created you? Who made this? Shout out to mom and dad. Yes. Anita Goggins and Archie Donald. Man. <laughs> my mom and dad. Damn. Oh. Were they athletes too? Uh, my dad was. What was he? Uh, he was a football player, D lineman, big mustard guy. Yeah. So he got me started early working out. and um, you know, I bet you your mom was athletic too, though. Yeah, she was. My mom was the, was the thing that had everything together, though. She was the hardest show ever. Yeah. Well, like, uh, what's dad's size? Like, what, what's he look what? He probably was the same. He's like the same height, but he, he, when he was younger, he was just real, real bulked up, real muscular. Guy. Not more bulked up than you. <laughs> he is a lot more muscular than me. So. You are the freakiest motherfucker in the NFL. Okay, uh, I appreciate and it. I mean that in a good way. Seriously. Yes, yes, he is truly the the the. I mean, he's like a cinder block. Okay, <laughs> uh, he's. You what are you six one or six foot? Six one. Six one yeah. two ninety three two. Two seventy five. Two seventy five. See that's what I mean. <laughs> what the fuck? He's getting blocked by three hundred and thirty pound men. He's throwing them. And off, he's got dude. one on one arm going roar, and then he's <laughs> making a tackle with the other one. I mean, I remember we talked to Gurley and we were like, "Does Donald lift? Do you lift, or is this just?" No, nah, I'm a I'm a workhorse. I, I like I like lifting weights. I like the training process. But yeah, during the off season, I definitely throw up a lot of weights. So. Yeah, the, right, so talking? that's where we're yeah. going. Like, I'm a five hundred pound bench presser. So. 500-pound bench presser. Yeah. Right. So, okay, that's awesome. Damn. And, and a girl kind of said this. He's like, he's like the bar bends when you do shit and all that. <laughs> okay, so 500-pound bench presser. And then, like, when you put on – when you do squats, I, you I might do, not I, be doing a one max squat yeah, probably at this point. I, I don't I don't really squat. I do a lot of different leg presses, things like that. Leg so, presses? Yeah. You power clean? Do anything I like power that? power clean, yeah. You do? You go yeah. to the from the floor or you do hangs? Um, switch it up depending on how my body feel that day, so – Damn. All right. And give me a number there just so we can marvel over that shit, too. Um, I don't know. I, on, on power cleans, I really ain't. It's more, you know, more Speed the upper. Speed. Yeah. Right. So, 
I, it depends what I'm doing. I switch it up and, and whatever I need it for, for like explosive stuff. And You don't have the pit record at college or anything? No, there was a lot of strong guys come out of pit. Man, yeah, there I, ain't I feel nobody. Like I, I'm going to talk of some, uh, some of the strong things I did and, and, and the way I threw up. So, um, you know. It is what it is. There's nobody that went to pit as strong as you, man. You can say all you want. I don't give a shit. What the? You gotta have to show me to make me believe that. <laughs> it was funny, man. When you came into the draft, I remember talking about you, and it was like this guy has won every single award. Every single uh, scout is going, he's an absolute lock. And you lasted until 11, 13. Fuck! So, what so, the hell? Yeah. So how did you were a lock, and yet you still won at 13? Well, you know, it depends what. The team need, you know, so everybody need different yeah, players. But everybody needs someone to blow up the quarterback. But at the same time, a lot of people probably, you know, didn't want to take a chance because I'm, I'm not the typical 6'4", 6'3", guy. Right, so, right. um, How know, many people bring up leverage when they talk to you? They talk about it a lot now that I showed it. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You put it on film. You put it on film, they can't say too much about the height now. So, um, you know, just you, you can't let them things get to you. You just got to go out there and play your game and, and let your game speak for you. You go out there the first few years and you're putting up good numbers. Yeah. Now you get to put up good numbers and you're winning. How much sweeter is that? The best. I promise you, the best feeling in the world. Like I never played in. I never had a season when I had this much fun. You know, and we're winning week in and week out, and, and you know that the offense is going to put up yeah. at least 30 points a game, so you're going to get opportunities to get after the quarterback. So. It definitely was a fun season for us, man. And, and I, like I always tell Coach McVay, I, I, I thank you, man, for wow. bringing this winning mindset here and helping us to turn things around. Do you around. guys just sit around sometimes and go, thank God we got McVay? All the time. Yeah. You know, he, he definitely, we, we always had the pieces around us with the players. It was just pitting everything together. Mm. And I think he came and he did that. He brought great coaches in, like Coach Wade. You know, oh, I, I love playing for that guy. And, and just putting that, all the pieces together and putting guys in position to have success and just – and. The rest Make of it work. Yeah, well, it's been, it been working. It, it's working. And McVay's the man. Uh, uh, all right, so I played with Sap. He wore the 99. His body didn't look like yours, <laughs> just so you know. But, <laughs> A little loose. But I want to know uh, two things. Like, who's the D tackle you admire watching the most right now in the NFL? And then the second one, I want to know who's, like, the guard or maybe it's a center that you go, damn, like, he's my toughest challenge. He's, you know, he's my kryptonite. I mean, nobody's your kryptonite. I just yeah. mean, who gives you a tough time? I, I, I really don't like talking about offensive linemen because I don't like them guys. Yeah. They, they trying to block me and, and trying to keep me away from making the plays and, and, and doing what I do. But, you know, I, I feel like each week and week, it, everybody got different schemes. You know, they're going to block you different and trying to find ways to slow you down. So right. I don't I don't really get can't speak because it's not a really a lot of one-on-one. So you get a lot of slide protection and things like that. But now, I, I respect all offensive linemen, but, you know, my job is to, to beat them guys and get past them. So. Well said, well said. Okay, now give me the guy you like to watch at your position that you just go, wow, or you marvel, or at least you In the NFL today? Yeah. yeah. I love watching Cox, you know, McCoy, um, Geno Atkins. Cox, yeah, so anytime we play in a team, I know, um, you know, McCoy or Cox play them guys, I'm, I'm right on the film breaking it down because I know they're going to piss, piss some stuff it's on that It's funny because you right. and Fletcher Cox are both dominant, but your styles are so different. Yeah. I feel like everybody, every player is different in some ways. They're they similar, but at the same time, we got our own ways of doing things. Yeah. You know, we play different, you know. So. Do you have an official sack dance? No. I just, whatever, whatever, I, every time I get a sack, whatever my emotion is, that's what the sack just dance Just takes over you. Yeah. So. Okay. I was going to say we should trademark something. I'm just, I'm just the emotion guy. I'm just, the, whatever my emotions is, that's what you're going to get that what, what, is, what is a story? about Wade Phillips when you met him that you realized he's like everybody's grandfather when I said now to me Wade he just he's, he's just real calm real cool like he's just a real confident guy when, you, when he talk it's like if, say if we gave a big, a big play on the game he said we're gonna fix it it's like all right we're gonna fix it we're not we're not we don't panic we know things is gonna be fixed he just 
he's just real cool. Just talking to him when I first met him, you know, he told me some things that I, that I like. What do you say? What do you say? I, it's, it's between me and him, but he said some things that I liked, and I was definitely excited to have had opportunity I, to work with him. So. I want to hear. He said so you're much. amazing, and you're the best defensive tackle I've ever got a chance to coach. Yeah, he, he and did. I can't wait to work with you and do creative things <laughs> to you, so we can fuck off. And we're gonna up. we're gonna play so well. Your <laughs> contract's gonna be huge. Yeah. He's just he's just a special type of coach, man. And he like is. I said, I'm, I, I love working with him. You know and. You know, he, he put us in positions to have success and help this team, help this, help the team to win. So, you know, any way he can use me and put me in positions to trying to make plays to help the team to win, and I'm, I'm for it. So we're gonna do Gatorade in a second. I have to ask you this. I know you're fucking getting asked this a lot. We are the players podcast. When it comes to contracts, we want y'all to get paid. Yeah. You are in a beautiful situation with negotiations. You're in a spot where you've been powerful, yeah. great year, and you've killed it. Yeah. What do we do now? Because you guys look. We want everyone to sit yeah. because it's the only way there's going to be change. Seriously. Yeah. How do you negotiate all this? You know, the thing is, I got I got great agents that I hired that, that's with me. So I let them guys handle the business side. And, and what I do is go on the football field and, and, and put it on film. You know, but when you got when I got a good agents like I got, I let them guys handle it and I trust them. So you just get that phone call and you go, what are we making? <laughs> I, tr- I, I trust what they're doing, and, and that's why that's why they with me. That's why we're on the same team because yeah. you know I trust them what they're doing. Dude, whatever you need to do, get that dollar, mm. get that bag, <laughs> secure it because you deserve it, man. Oh, for I real, pre- I appreciate Let's it. Let's get you some bag right now, Gatorade. Here's how this is going to work. You're going to give us the Gatorade spiel. We will grade your performance one through ten. <laughs> do not try and be cool. Pretend you are Sell like us. Gatorade National Commercial. I'm just going to be me. Yes. So we're here with Gatorade. You know, we pumping G2. You know, this is a drink I, I use a lot during the off season when I'm training. You know, low on calories. So, you know, more for less intense training. So it keep me right, you know. Because everybody look at Gatorade as just a sports drink. You know, you walk into a locker room now, you see the sports, you see the bars, you see the, you know, the, the patterns. So Gatorade's doing a lot of big things, you know. So I'm, I'm just happy to have the opportunity to work with them. Gatorade. Aaron Donald. Sims, you're great. Uh, I'm not giving anybody a 10. I'm a little scared of Aaron Donald, so I'm giving him a 9. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. 500. His, his tits are as big as my head. <laughs> I'm going eight. Oh, I'm eight. going. I'm going eight for this reason. Uh, I like that you that Aaron Donald is worried about his calories. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Uh, and I think that you, you. It was you. It was natural. Yeah. But I'm a tough grader. But it's true. You know, I. I, usually, I, I my, my my favorite colors is purple and orange. I use. Riptide Rush. Purple. <laughs> It's good. It's honestly I, when I'm because when I'm doing the office, when I'm training, you know, I try to cut down on certain things. I yes. eat, things, trying to tone your body up, back up, and get back right. And, and things what like is that. this off season? I know you got to fucking go. Like, how hard are you going to go this off season? Oh, the same thing I do every year. You know, I got my big brother. He, he trained with me every year. Yeah. So, um, you know, he pushed me, and, and I, I got a great trainer who keep me in, in top shape. And, and Dwayne Brown, I've been working with since high school. So. Um, just keeping the same people I've been working with since so day one. So you're telling me the NFL is going to continue to see an improved Aaron Donald? Yeah, I, we ain't said it. They're in trouble. Yet. We ain't said it. How we ain't old said are you? Twenty six. Damn. Yeah. He's, so. Now he's just getting to his prime. Yeah, I know. We, we, we Watch just out. Get, we just getting started, but we got a lot more improvement. We got we need things we need to clean up, but that's the, that's the best thing about the off season. You know, you, you find them things you need to fix, and if you need to get faster, stronger. If you need to do that, that's what you do. So um, Sims and Lefko, Aaron working. Donald, another amazing guest. Nine, nine. <laughs> dude, you're the man. I appreciate, appreciate it. you, brother. Appreciate you. Von Miller, Aaron Donald. Von Miller is. There's a leadership quality to him when he talks about other defensive players. Right. And Aaron Donald is one of those players where I go, he could be led. You know, like Aaron Donald is still young and he's still got it. Like, he's still finding his own way. Right. But Vaughn seems to be a leader of a new generation, right? I, he is. He really is. He's a 
I, I just think it's – I'm hoping he's the guy that turns this tide away from the quarterback thing we were just talking about. How about him saying he should have gotten $100 million guaranteed? Right. He's not wrong. No, I mean, he, he's he's the face of the franchise. Yes. He's the man. He's the, the best player in their football team. But we do have a quarterback dilemma. So what were Eli's stats? Oh, Eli's stats, 19-31, 255, two touchdowns, one interception. So not that they're bad. No. But there was – We've just resigned to like, oh, you won the game, the quarterback's the MVP. And I just think that's a little ridiculous. It's funny, eras change things. And we have two guys that have also gone through different eras. Terry Bradshaw played in four Super Bowls. He talks about all the differences, and I bring up a story in which Phil smacked the crap out of Terry Bradshaw. It was, was great. Awesome. And then Doug Flutie, different generation. What would it, Doug Flutie have done if he played now? Yes. An interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything you wanted to add? No, that was it. Perfect. I was just making sure you didn't forget Flutie. How can I forget? I'm the, the transition king. Terry Bradshaw, Doug Flutie. Fucking A, I'm good. What's up? I mean, we're with a, we're with a Hall of Famer, with a four-time Super Bowl champion, an absolute legend. And what do you want to start off with? I, I don't Terry even know Bradshaw. where to start. You know, I mean, Terry Bradshaw, legend, Steelers. Uh, Bombs uh, away. Keep it going. Two-time keep it going. MVP. Uh, awesome on TV for uh, Fox. Legendary. Just says That's it how it is. Legend. Yeah. Legend. I, well, you are a legend. Say, yeah. What do you think about the word legend? Word legend? Yeah. That's, it's kind of cool. I like icon better. Ooh. Oh yeah. It's a little more like it's it hits some, home. You're yeah, like icon. yeah. Icon goes into the soul. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I mean, I don't even know where I want to start, but I really want to start with what well, this Super Bowl. Tom Brady. I mean, you set a standard to win four Super Bowls with one coach. Right. And now we're seeing a coach-quarterback combo that's done twice of what you did, respectfully. I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, I got but it. But eight times here? Yeah, that's amazing. That. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. if I would have, if I, someone asked me back home, I live in Thackerville, Oklahoma, so they don't even know I played football back there. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> and uh, they said, uh, you know, how many Super Bowls you play in? I said, four. They went, wow. Did you win one? I said, won four. They went, oh, you won all four? Yeah. You didn't do any more? No, just four. And then I was thinking if I could have done five or six, but I've lost what I've wanted to do five mm, and six. Right. Answer, no. Yeah. I don't ever want to lose that game. Yes, I hear you. That was the worst. Because, you know, that's the one game when you do go out on the field Reality hits. Oh, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah moving camera. Yeah. yeah, this is big time right here. <laughs> I, uh, yes, Terry loves That's the one time, and your dad could tell you this, is that you say to yourself, I do not want to leave this field a loser. Right. I do not. And that that tormented my soul. I'm sure. I know. There's. I could really ask you nine million questions. I, I, so now, again, just to tie this together, what was the difference between each Super Bowl? Like, when you got to Super Bowl four, you just like, oh, it's another Super Bowl. Let me go light no, the world on fire no, again. Not really. I, I'll take you quickly. Yeah. Super Bowl nine was against the Vikings. Right. Sixteen uh, to six. We Franco MVP. Two and two to nothing at halftime. Yes. Um, and you go out there, and it was in the old two-lane stadium. Yep. And you go, Whew, wow. You know, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then you get really nervous, and then you're playing against a great defensive team. Right. And you go, man. Don't screw this up. All right. You know, yeah. and since I'm calling the plays, I know we're going to run ball. And that's what we do. Yeah. And it was um, standing in, standing, we had to march through the fans. We were, the fans were roped off back then. 
and we didn't have Radio Row. Right. And we oh, really, we didn't have the, you know, you had the two two days of interviews, but maybe what, a couple hundred people there? That's yeah, all. Right. Now it's nuts. But walking through there, and one of the Viking uh, fans had his shirt off and his horns, and he had a heart attack and fell right in are Phil. you kidding me? Phil. While you're coming out, while I'm while I'm standing in line to be introduced, holy shit! They're introducing Woo. our defense, I think, and uh, guy fell right in front of me. And you're like, that's and not he, a good sign. And he just turned like ashen gray. Wow! And I, I tripped out. I bet. I mean, I'm just like, oh my god! And then, of course, people swarmed on him, and we went. We obviously took us around. And I often, to this day, when I think about that game. <laughs> That's I hope that guy lived. Holy right. crap. Yeah. That's I hope that unreal. guy lived. So I had that on my mind when I went out on, out to play the game. Right. Wow. And the game was, the first one was the hardest because you don't know. Yeah. Not, not the, the opponent was hard, but to channel, to channel your emotions, yeah, to sure. get control of your nerves and to be comfortable because you know playing quarterback, if you're nervous... I can look at that camera guy right there, and I can tell you right now that two feet to his right's another dude. All right? right, nothing to his left. But if I'm nervous, I may not see this guy. Right, right. I may not even yes. see. Yes, it affects your whole vision yeah, your and thought vision, process. Right, it just it plays games with you. Yeah. But if you're comfortable, yeah. you're relaxed. You know your game plan. Slow you trust, motion. You trust yourself. And then when you drop back, and you know, you see. Doesn't mean you're going to have a great game, but that won't be a reason why you played that game. And you got to that, though, by that third yes. and fourth Super Bowl where you were just like. You, well, the you, first one was hardest. Right. We repeated the following year against the Cowboys. 21-17, Lynn Swan MVP. He and, is an encyclopedia with yes. Super Bowls. Well, yeah, you do this, you got to be pretty good. <laughs> hey, now, hey, now. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this. <laughs> I can <laughs> talk, but I can't, I can't can do ask. that. I can't come up with stuff. <laughs> well, that's why you were a better player, and I'm a talker now. No, yeah. no, no. I um, you played for Mac. Did you play for Mac? I played for Mac. I saw him the other day. Did you? Oh, I got to tell y'all, Mac's a good I'm, dude. I know we're on. I know we're talking about the Super. Bowl. No, that's all right. Don't worry. Go quick, ahead. You quickly. have free reign so I, here. So I'm so I'm with Mac Mac Brown down at the uh, the champ the college championship game yes. in Atlanta. Oh, right. And we're doing great. a we're doing a um a, uh five of us are doing a panel talking about the game. And so I'm backstage with Mac, Gene Chizix, uh, the lefty from Southern Cal, Leinert. Oh, yep. Matt Leinert, sure. Matt Leinert, right. uh, my, myself, and one other guy. Anyway, and so they got, we got into a little bit of an argument. Right. A good one, healthy, right. fun, right. about would Nick Saban ever leave Alabama? And they go, uh-huh. never, never going to leave. And I said, I'm telling you, you guys are wrong there. Because I know for a fact. <laughs> that the athletic director and the president went into the coach of Texas uh, house to fire him. And in in Alabama, uh-huh. in Alabama, there's Nick and his lawyer. And I hear, you know, da-da-da. Yes. And, and they were going to fire this coach. And I did it the second time. And I did this. And I'm and you realized who you at, were talking to. You're like, damn, they're going to fire you, and Mac. I went, <laughs> and I went. Mac, was that you? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hey, where's a hole? That's amazing. I, I was so embarrassed. Oh. I apologize. I apologize. That ruined, is awesome. It ruined my day. 
I got home. I called him. He wouldn't take my phone call. Oh. At least I thought that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I called him, and I went, "Oh man, Mac, I'm so, I'm leaving message. Mac, I'm so sorry. Right. I feel so bad. I just hope, you know, that you won't ever hold this." And finally, one day I'm at the barn, and the phone rings, and hey, Terry, Terry, what? Hey, yeah. Terry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he goes. Let me just tell you something, young man. You don't worry one bit about that. Yeah. He uh, says, we are fine, 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 and you don't have to apologize anymore. Max is a great guy. Ah, he is. I felt better. But you're right. But I, I know, too, because I know some people in Texas. They were off. I mean, all, they were offering, from what I was told, Nick Saban, like 10 years, $120 million to try to get oh, him down. Oh, John Gruden type of contract. But yes, they were. Because, can I, can I, wow. I'm sorry. I've totally I totally don't have Well, Super Bowl nine. Was the hardest Super Bowl ten was the repeat against the Cowboys and the Cowboys were great. Yeah, thirty five, thirty one. You were the MVP. Thank you. Yeah, and then two years off, took a break, two year break, came back Super Bowl thirteen. I was the MVP in the league, played the Cowboys again, and thirteen was thirteen was the most pressure I felt because of being the MVP in the league. Yeah, and the team was really uh, depending on me to win the game. Right. First two is just handoff. The next two, thirteen was really. Tough game. Right. Tough game. 14 was the worst I played in. There were three interceptions playing against my old defensive coordinator, Bud Carson. Right. Played against uh, Dan uh, Radakovich, our offensive line coach, was their offensive line coach. Yep. They knew our audibles. They knew our adjustments. They knew what we liked to do. Uh, Lionel Taylor was their wide receiver coach. And so I was playing against great coaches that right. knew, knew us what better than do. anybody. Right. Man. And the only, way, only reason we beat them was three bombs. Three, one, 31 three. 19, MVP again. And yes, you made three bombs. unreal throws and, to win the football and game. And that was it. With Damn. Vincent Ferragamo being the quarterback. I saw Vince the other, the other day, by the way. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it was fun. It's good so to see him. on my flight out here, I got sat next to Chris's father, Phil Sims. Mm. And I said, Phil, I'm going to see Terry. What should I ask him about? And he told me to show you a picture and see if it jogged your memory. Do you remember? Oh, I know this story. Do you remember the story? Skiing. He, skiing. He said, close your eyes. Yeah. So we were doing a top. We were doing. Hey. You know, I know it. He gave it know, to you, too. Oh boy. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so I'm going to tell, tell you what he told that me. That hurt. That hurt. When he hit me. So apparently you guys were speaking to people. Right. And he said, Terry, do you fancy yourself a skier? You said, I could ski. I could, and, yeah. he, and he drew a bunch of X's on the paper just like this. And he said, Terry, why don't you draw a path of how you'd ski down? And he draws down. He goes, okay, here's the challenge, though. Try and trace with your finger with your eyes closed. Close. And in front of hundreds of people, oh. big Phil Sims with his big oven mitt, yeah. you had your eyes closed. He said, watch out for that tree, Terry. Boom. And oh. smacked he you in the head. In the forehead. And he, he said, you went back, and he jumped off the stage and ran for his life. <laughs> he hit me so hard. You're dead. That. Well, he's like Say, you. He's a knucklehead. Say, he's a knucklehead. He hit me so hard. He doesn't know this, but I, I have a bad neck <laughs> because of that. And when he hit me, I got a spine tingle tingle down my spine. Right. Oh, my Bur a gosh. A burn. And I was in shock that he, not that he hit me, as hard as he but he hit me so he said, he said later at an award show. He said show, he had the mark on your head, I think you remember. Oh, my He God. said in an award show later, though, you came up and got him back. Uh, I don't know if I did or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but, oh, boy, that was. That was awesome. I had to bring I, it up. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I've thought about that, too, occasionally. All right, yeah. so, Terry, who are you here with today, my man? Who you, who's presenting I'm with you? Tide. I did, I did a Super Bowl commercial for Tide last year, and I had a stain. Yes. And even a lot of people thought that that was actually I a I thought lie. it was real. <laughs> I thought it was real. 
I did too. It's like Terry's got shit on his shirt. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, oh, you said shit. Yeah, shit. I, you can say that. On oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we're yeah. very official. So, uh, I know so the anyway, founder of the company. Got it. So I. <laughs> so it was ended up being a, a top five commercial in the Super Bowl. So this year they didn't bring me back. They brought David Arbor back, the actor. And the and my my role this year. I'm not in the television part. I'm okay. on the other part where I don't know that I've been replaced. Gotcha. And I'm really upset. And that's that's what we're gonna see. Well, you're seeing it now. Right. It's out there. When the commercial comes on, you won't see it, but it's. It's trending. It's all over the it's internet trending. and stuff like that. Sims, do you, you know what trending means? Know. He doesn't know social media I, no, either. No. I'm like you, oh, trending. Man, I, okay, okay. I, listen, I'm the only person here that left his... When I got out of the car to come up, I took my phone put it in the glove box. And they Old said, school. you're not taking your phone? No. Yeah. I say, I know, wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. Let's go. He's he there. He's going... <laughs> <laughs> we have had an absolute blast. Terry, thank you for That's sharing it. your Who's time. Next? Terry Who's Bradshaw? your next guest? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Nobody as good as you. I'm just going to tell well, you that. You're the man. I mean, uh, no, for I'm me. I'm an icon. Icon. He's an icon. I'm iconic. Terry <laughs> you Bradshaw. You are. You're Thanks, the man, dude. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you so much. That was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Thank you. All right, we got the Doug Flutie. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to do it? Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks so yeah, much. yeah, go ahead. Yes, we're with legendary quarterback Doug Flutie. Where? I don't know. Everywhere. NBC, Boston College, NFL. I want to start off with Dropkick. <laughs> I still think that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Sure. I'll never forget, you're playing for the Patriots. You go out there, and I'm going, why is Doug Flutie out there? Ba-bang. It's a great story. Kick. you gotta, you got to hear how it's all, right, all set up. Here. It's amazing. And Zach Thomas was wondering why Doug Flutie was out there. He <laughs> tried. Trailers over top uh, nose, nose guard on our long snapper Lonnie Paxson, and he's like yelling at Pat, "What are you doing in the game with Flutie in the game? We're going to kick your ass." Yeah. So, Lonnie. Um, basically, uh, Chris Berman had seen me. Me- I've messed around drop kicking all the time for like years. Like ESPN, Chris Berman. Yes. yes. Okay. Chris had seen it. He was in town doing interviews that week. Whispers in Belichick's ear at a practice. Hey, you know Flutie can drop kick. Hasn't he did the research? Hadn't been done since 1941. Blah 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 blah. Belichick comes to me, wow. says, can you do it? I say, yeah, I can. And uh, we practiced it a couple of times, but we forgot about it. And uh, we wanted to do it on a, mon- a Monday night against the Jets. Oh, really? And it didn't have, he put me in. We drove down, but we were on the edge of field goal range. He didn't get it done. Gotcha. So uh, I was just standing next to him, been standing on the sideline for four hours. He looks at me, he says, we score here, you're kicking it. We were already in the end zone. Ah. I go, are you serious? And go. And we went on out. I mean, there was, it was really... The funny part was, okay, I go out, Lonnie snaps the ball, he's afraid Trailer's going to knock his tail off, there's conversations going on on the outside, and Sam Madison's covering a rookie receiver, he says, you're running the fade, aren't you? He goes, no, 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 watch the slant, watch the slant, no, check this out, this is going to be cool, you got to see this, right? So all these conversations yeah. are going on, so they, I'd say, just tell the guys what we're doing so they don't rush this thing. I drop kick it, I send it through. Turn around, little fist pump. Lonnie snapped the ball. Trailer didn't hit him. He steps up. Zach Thomas looks him in the eye, looks up over the top, watches ball go through. He goes, what the hell was that? He goes, that's a drop kick, mother. Hadn't been done in 64 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You ought to be like nervous. kick, motherfucker. <laughs> you ought to be nervous because it's just like out of your element. It's not like you were going out there to play quarterback. The night we were going to do it against the Jets, yeah. I had all night to think about it. Right, right. That's and probably I, why Bill And I was anxious. Right. I was definitely anxious. Man. Uh, the game we did it, I, we had totally forgotten about it, and I had about two seconds to think about it. Ripped the jacket off, grabbed the ball out of an equipment guy's hand, 
punched one up into the stands and ran on the field. Man. And uh, the power it, of Berman. Oh, to whisper yeah, Belichick's yeah, ear? Yeah. Look, I, I grew up, Chris Berman was like legendary. My mom still says he's the reason I got into this job because of rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Sure. But to, who whispers in Belichick's ear anything? But yeah, I He walk, was allowed to walk around the facility, Berman. Really? He had a little bit more, like the year I was there working for them, he did have a little more leeway, I thought, than the other sports anchors ever around. And is it a Belichick relationship? I don't know. All I know is I got called in the coach's office. I thought I was getting released. You know, bring your playbook and you're uh, gone. Yeah, right. And I walk in and Belichick's at his desk and Berman's standing behind him, arms Stop. folded, just beaming. I it's got like, it. and that's when the conversation starts. That's history, Okay, man. we got to go into this, okay? Because I've had a full year with this guy, NBC yes. and Notre Dame, right? How now, did he do? How old are you, first of all? 12. That's exactly where I was going with this. <laughs> He's he's 40 or 50-something going on 12. He pick up basketball, why he's at Notre Dame. We go out on the field on a sat, uh, Friday. We've had meetings with the coaches. He brings out. He's got gloves on. He starts throwing it around. I'm like, damn, I guess I'm going to have to go out of here and start throwing it around. We're running around. We're hitting the goalposts of our targets. Oh, you your game. We're yeah. competing. We're having fun, yes. But the best part that I know, and I want, you, I want, I want an update here, Doug Flutie oh, is yeah. <laughs> building a Batmobile for himself. A Batmobile. 1966 Batmobile. And how's it going is what I want to know. It's coming along. I got about four or five months to go. I'm, I'm still wearing It's like every day I'm on the horn with the guy trying to get him to move his tail. I'm like a kid in the candy shop. I can't wait. <laughs> Are you going to drive it everywhere or special I, occasions? No, it's going to be special occasions. The one thing is... Well, my Halloween costume for the rest of my life is decided. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, no, it's more of an investment in sitting in the garage and look at. It's off the number one car, so I've got an original body, and uh, it's it's going to be fun. Man, that is Batmobile. amazing. It really is. I, when I met Von Miller, I did a thing at his house, and he had, like, a, like this really souped-up BMW that had Batman logos all over it. But you're telling me a true Batman Body custom of 1966. He is obsessed. Is it Bruce Wayne? Was it Adam West? Is Adam it? West. Adam, Adam West, West Batmobile. See the 89. The 89 Batmobile is awesome looking. I the mean, one, that's the 89. What do you mean? The one with like uh, Val Kilmer and uh, uh, Arnold. Back up. Back up. Back up uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. That one. So right. um, the people are actually building those out there too, and I know some people that have them, uh, but. I have a connection with 66. That was when I, my childhood and, and that car. And Batman is interesting. What, I'm going to do another drop. When I met Josh Norman, he wouldn't allow me to play the music from Batman because that's what he listened to to get excited for games. The new Batman. It's interesting. Athletes and Batman. You know, and yep. Batman, see, my generation will say all these other, you know, our Batman is the original Adam For West. For sure. There actually was a 1940s Batman as well. I did not know Okay, that. and then whoever you were first as a kid yes. introduced to, that's your Can Batman. Can you imagine if your Batman was George Clooney? That would have sucked. <laughs> well, but here's the difference. Freeze, Batman. The, yeah, the, new, the new Batman is dark. Uh, yes, it is it's dark. It's so dark. Yeah, Batman. my Batman's a goody two-shoes, yeah. cares about citizens, and does everything properly and correct. Yeah. And, and so it's just... It's you know, the sign of the times, Doug. It's who you grew up with. Uh, okay, the other I thing. That. I just I always think of you, and I know I think we've had this conversation before, but... Here, Doug Flutie, dual threat quarterback. Yep. You played in the era, unfortunately, where it was like, sit in the pocket for 10 seconds and be 6'5 and 230. You know, do you wonder sometimes what life would be like I, if you got to play now? I really do. I see the zone read stuff, the spread off, even oh, the spread man. offenses. You know, Drew Brees and I spent some time together in, in uh, 
San Diego, and, and then in New Orleans, he's complete shotgun spread it out and sling it around. Yeah, right. Not just now the zone read stuff coming in and all that. Right. So that was my offense in Canada for eight years. Wow. That's what we developed and Taylor just put made. it. These RPOs. Yeah. We were doing 25 years ago in Canada. That's amazing. It's like I just call a run play and I say just run a run a fade in the flat, and if if I don't like what's going on, I'll throw we'll it out there. Shot, you know, right. If we get blitz, right. we get man, whatever. Right. Right. And it wasn't this. You didn't write it in the playbook and have all these rules. You just did it. You just did it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Man. I'd love to have an opportunity to run that stuff because that's kind of what got my career going in Canada and came back. Right. Any, anyone today doing the dual threat that you go, that kind of been what I would have looked like? Um, I would like to say Russell Wilson is very similar to the, my, my skill set yeah, sure. of what I did. Um, I, even I, the throwing motion is similar to you. You know, the majority of his success was coming – Run the ball, run the ball, hard play action. Because that's where I had my most success was hard play action, hold on to the ball, let things happen up the field. That's the straight drop back stuff. If I held on to the ball, it started to look like a wall in front of me. But off hard play action, I could get the ball down the field better. Right. Um, And then if we could add the mix of of his own read stuff now, I'd be like smiling away. Yeah. Man. So you've been with Brady, Breeze. What other guys? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Well, you want to go way back. It's yeah, Jim McMahon, Steve Grogan. Wow. Uh, You've been in some cool quarterback rooms. I, I mean, really he was have. the quarterback of the Bears in, what was that, 87 playoff 86. game? When he goes 86, when he lost to the uh, Redskins. the Redskins, who then went and lost to we my dad's Giants. on the eight-yard line going in. Oh, that is brutal. <laughs> Fuck. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, what do you, so what, what are you here for today? I'm with Epson. Uh, I'm a small Oh, no, hold on. we yeah, got to do on. this first. So Sims and Lefko works We're going like to grade this. you as a salesman. Okay. Look, you've been selling things your whole life. I want pizzazz. I want energy. Whatever you're selling, give it to the people of America, and Sims and Lefko will give you a grade. I'm with Epson. Been with Epson for three years now. I am a small business owner. Their products within make your company more efficient. You're saving money. You can do all your printing in-house, all your posters, all your signage. The new thing is Fast Photo, where you're scanning photos in less than a second, as many as you want, and get that done all in-house. And that that's where, as a small business owner, you save money. The fun thing we I talked about last year is the uh, eco cartridge that everyone's painting the neck in a in an office is yeah. changing the ink cartridge. Right. Up to two years without changing a cartridge. Damn. So that's that's the big bonus. That, that I'm, I'm gets technologically excited. stupid, so I, I don't need to change any cartridges. So well, that would be nice. Sims, what are you giving? I'm giving him an eight. Could have used a little more pizzazz. Very informative. I really liked it, but. You know, like I said, just a little more energy, a little more pizzazz. It's funny. I was thinking eight, too. I'm actually going to go nine. Here's why. You know I like to print things a lot. Yes. I print a ton. So you got, and I'm not going to lie, Doug Flutie, while he was giving his pitch, smacked me. I went, Flutie hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited. I played uh, put football pads on for 35 years, and I never hit anybody. Man, I got one thing, and I know you got to go. I'm just curious. You've played under Belichick. He is such a riddle to so many people because he doesn't share a lot. Mm-hmm. Did he share anything with you, or did you get to see behind the curtain enough to really know who he is? I've known Bill off the field, I'd say, for 25 years. Wow. 
and uh, we've been to Bon Jovi concerts together. Man, he was a closet drummer at one time. Okay, so Phil Sims, <laughs> time out, time out. I was on the plane with his dad, and and I said, man, Bill, I just don't know how he actually enjoys life. And he goes, if you see him at a Bon Jovi concert, there you go. What is he like at a Bon Jovi concert? He's just a fan. He's enjoyable. He, he's he's in. He's funny. He's quick witted. He it's is. a dry humor. Right, right. I think uh, Linda Linda Holiday has really made him more social than yes, ever. Yes, and. Bill's having fun. I, we, we went to a Bruce Springsteen concert together a year or two ago, and uh, he's criticizing Bruce for his playlist. I was laughing my ass out. Oh, he's it. like, quit, he like, get, to, get me to the good stuff, okay? <laughs> uh, don't be selling me all this new stuff that I don't want to hear. That's a great what, what is the song when Bruce plays that you and Bill are looking at each other going, this is the hit? What's the uh, Bruce hit? I think it's 10th Avenue Freeze Out for me. Damn. For me. And then yeah, what about when Bill? When we go 10th Avenue Live and then Born... I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Bill's 10th favorite. 10th Avenue Freeze Out. But Born to Run Live, there's nothing better than Born to Run Live. Man. Thanks for coming, That's man. Awesome. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Oh, Doug Flutie. The legend. The man. Boss. Thanks for coming Thank on. You, really appreciate it. The Batmobiler. The Batmobile. Yo, I want to see that when That's done. That's going to be awesome. Thanks. about the transition king the fact that we were on the cincinnati local news and sims abusing you on the microphone did we not talk about that i don't think so yeah i got i got a lot of a lot of texts from people about that what were they saying just you're just getting manhandled this on television. cameraman came over and it literally was the epitome of the podcast it's sims going who the fuck are you and frederick's like can i help you and i'm like what up what up and then they're like these bleacher report guys let us get in on the act and then it's Fendrick being abused with the microphone yeah it was Sim showing my face into the mic, and then the reporter goes, It's the media of the Super Bowl 52. <laughs> Cincinnati, anyway. we apologize. All right, let's go down to two guys that I think had some of the most fun, both in the NFC South Gerald McCoy, Mark Ingram. I think they're going to love it. Don't you, Sims? Yo, without a doubt. They're awesome. They both were great. of them. Yeah. Fendrick? They were pretty good interviews. It wasn't your guys' best work, but it was what? all right. No, I'm kidding. They were good. They were yeah, really they were good. good. All right, McCoy, Ingram, enjoy. Getting into Oklahoma, Texas yeah. right now. Yeah. We've already started. He, he does not want to go there. Let's go there right away. That's the crap that's I had to hear. I mean, that's in my nightmares, that fucking OU school. Neither of you. But it is a good song. What is it? The Texas, what is Eyes Over Texas? Yeah, the Eyes of Texas are. And then it's Texas fight. What? Watch your mouth. What do you wear? Uh, and then he's in Tampa, of course. So, you know, I, I have a special place in my heart of Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Do they have any pictures of me in the facility anymore? Uh, Be real. I, Tell the I truth. I don't think so. Damn. That sucks, Not man. Not even in the stalls. Gosh. Gruden, Gruden didn't like how I left town. He moved yeah. a few of them. They told yeah. me. Yeah, so. they, they put them somewhere. All right. So, <laughs> let me ask you this. Where are you, where are you living in Tampa? I live in New Tampa. They actually built it up. You know, uh, right. Tampa is forever under construction. Yes. But uh, I found an area that is... Not as under construction as most, and they just built it up, and it's it's getting bigger and bigger. So, 
Um, I'm in a great part of the town. Yeah. Cool. By the way, this is Gerald McCoy. I don't think I formally introduced him. He is kind of awesome. He's yeah. definitely one of the best defensive tackles in football this year. Uh, you sucked it up. Played through a few injuries this year, too. What, Absolutely. You feeling good right now? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, I actually tore my bicep tendon. and it. Uh, How did you do that? Was it benching? I don't, I don't, no, I don't remember. Like, Stuck his arm happened. out with a guy going through the hole? Yeah. That's what happened when I did in my rookie year, in my second year. Right. This is actually what happened. I don't remember it actually happening, but I believe it happened the first play of the game against Detroit or Detroit, however you want to pronounce it. Right. Um, and I played the whole first drive my, with my shoulder hurting, and then um, I went to the sideline and was like, something's wrong with my shoulder Damn. or something. And then I went back on the field and played it. We did it, had a three and out, and I ran off, and my bicep was like flint, like uh, jumping, like twinching. Yeah, yeah and oh. I'm like, here we go, you know. And I asked for checking, and then you, whenever you see the doctors do the whisper, oh, you know, shit. oh like yeah, yeah. That's you know, like the, he's fucked up. We don't yeah, know what yeah. we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, like, and you, <laughs> play, you played after that. I did. Like I, I, I stayed out that game. And I missed the Monday night game, but I played two games. Later. So what is it like? Like, can you do things around the I house? I can do everything. I can do everything. By the end of that week, I was already doing bicep curls. Yeah, doing. I did it. I got it. I'm still not from? attached. I got it. I got it on my right arm. I could. I don't yeah. know if I've shown. How you. does yeah, that impact? Said, I didn't miss any time though. I didn't come out of a that, game or they nothing. They said that Dan. <laughs> <laughs> they said Dan Marino played the entire season with it. So they told me that. I was like, I more go proof back the in. bicep is just a cosmetic muscle. I go well, back and D Lyman get it, especially like freaks of nature like this guy. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, uh, <laughs> why? It, because his whole life he's been like just the. The monster in the middle, like, raw, get out of my way. Running back coming through the line of scrimmage, gotcha. and they tackle him with one arm. But then you get to the NFL, and there's a few different guys running through. Uh, there's, a, there's a different, there's a different level of mutant running right. through yeah, the NFL. Exactly. So you can't do, you can't arm tackle in the NFL for right. sure. You guys are a very interesting case. Mm-hmm. As I think about next season, right. uh, everyone's going to talk about hard knocks and disappointment. My thing is truly this: this, like. You guys had some games, I think, towards the end of the year where you were mm-hmm. shocking people. I think the Saints win is something right. you build off. I think the Patriots game, and, like, mm-hmm. early in the year, you go, that's the potential. It, you are a young fucking team. Right. You know what I mean? So there's bouncing back. But there's definitely room for growth. Absolutely. And I, I think, who are the people that you think that you want to build around with your team? Because you're one of the leaders. I think you're right. the face of the Buccaneers. Right. You well, and Jameis. Yeah, I would say uh, definitely three. Um, I love Jameis, and I believe in him. And, what did you uh, learn about him this year? Well, I think more than what we learned, I think what he learned is he had to – I don't think Jameis has ever had to deal with true adversity, mm. if that makes sense. He yeah. was a, a highly ranked quarterback coming out. He was uh, famous Jameis at Florida State. Won the Heisman. He lost, won the Heisman. Won a won national a championship. championship. He lost one game As in college. a freshman, right. Yeah. First pick in the NFL First draft. First pick in the draft. Well, this year he had to deal with injuries. Mm. And I don't think – and that playing through an injury and – true adversity I think he grew a lot as not just a player but as a man and uh, I think he matured a whole lot this year and you know sitting down talking to him he said he's learned a lot he's yeah. seen a lot just based off this season and um, you know I think that's going to make him better in the long run I did anyone sit him down after eating the W what did you tell I, I think him? we kind of just I think we kind of just accepted it as a uh, Playing, not not his best pregame speech. Listen, we've seen I've seen a lot over the years. 
I've seen a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of motivational speeches over the years, and that was definitely one of the most. I unique would be ones. busting his balls. No, no, constantly. no. Listen, this is what we what did. If, you, what we I'm did. sure you I broke the huddle accepted, right we, then. We, we accepted it as okay. At the moment, we accepted it as he's just trying to get us ready to play the eventual <laughs> NFC South champ Saints. Yes. In the Superdome, this yes. is a very tough game. So he's amped up. They're on up. a run. He's amped up. And I think, I don't know if he practiced it the night before or what he did, but he did it. Yeah. And we was just like, all right, <laughs> let's go do what we can to win. Right. And then, like, we let it die down because yeah. he was getting hell online. And what does he say him. about it now? Can he laugh about it now? He laughs about it now. Okay, he good. still, when we give him, we give him a hard time. We, like, after that, we, we, yeah, we, I mean, we destroy him in the locker room. Oh, that's and awesome. practice that's all awesome. the time. It's, it's like a never-ending joke, man. Um, at the Pro Bowl, everybody was like, let's go eat a W. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't get away from this. You <laughs> it know, became so a meme. It became yeah, a meme. Definitely, man. And um, he's just, uh, he, in, he's just one of those guys that he wants to lead his team any way he can so yeah. he was trying to think of any way blood. to get us motivated yeah one quick one for me i want to ask him Please. too just because you're in the nfc south mm-hmm. and it's the quarterback division right i mean tell us out of those I know, they're all awesome we're making that qualifying I, statement I think right it's that. the best division in football yeah so who though out of those quarterbacks you got to play taking Jameis out of it breeze matt breeze, ryan yep. cam newton which one's the one that's the most annoying for you to play against i would say um cam um, I would I would have said Drew because we have a personal <laughs> competition because we train together in the offseason gotcha. and we awesome. compete a lot. But right. I would say Cam for a number of different reasons. Um, he's a momentum guy, so if his momentum gets rolling, right, he can get it's not like arrogant, but he oh. not arrogant, but yeah. his competitive nature oh. comes out and the swag that is Cam downs. Newton, the swag that is Cam Newton comes out. And when you're competing against that, yeah. it is very annoying. It when drives you're watching you crazy. It, when you're yeah. watching it, it's great to watch. So right. what is he saying? Because I see that mouth moving, and he's you know, he he lifts the chin up. The a thing bit. is, he's talking. He's is he's talking more to the crowd. He doesn't really talk much to the players. He ignores you. Almost. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't talk to the players, and he's got this laser focus, but. He's got this swag about him off the field, on the yeah. field, and when he gets that momentum rolling, I know. I mean, my son and my son loves Cam Newton. <laughs> loves him. So does mine. He, he thinks he <laughs> he thinks Cam Newton is the goat. He right. really like he loves Cam Newton. So and what are you I'm watching him? it. I'm watching it. You know him doing all these different things, and I'm like, I love it. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I'm like, I love I love to see it when he's not playing. It's us, entertaining. But, yeah, yeah. But when he's playing us, I hate it. See, and you, I'm on the sideline, like Argh. I would tell my son, I'd be like, you can't root for him. Yeah, no, I let him root for yeah, him. I'm just like, it gives me extra motivation to, you know, take him out though. Yeah. All right, yeah. so Gerald McCoy, <laughs> you are here, brought to us by. Mountain Dew Ice. Yes, I sir. love Mountain Dew. I'll just say that. So here's Absolutely. how this works. Big Mountain Dew. We're not going to help you. You're going to do the pitch. We're not grading Mountain Dew Ice. We're grading your ability to sell product one through ten. So really ham it up. Don't be OU here. This you know, terrible. come on. Step up to the plate. Yeah, get a little Texas in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I get that, I'll probably you know, lose. I'll probably lose and quit and all that other stuff, all the negativity. That so let's happen. hear it. Gerald McCoy from Mountain Dew Ice. Mountain Dew Ice. Mountain Dew Ice is the only lemon-lime drink that actually has caffeine in it. It has a little pinch, a little sprinkle of real fruit juice, and it is delicious. A lot of people drink sodas for the caffeine. Well, a lot of people like lemon-lime drinks 
but lemon lime drinks don't have caffeine. But Mountain Dew Ice is full of flavor and it has caffeine in it. So if you're looking for the great taste of lemon lime and caffeine, Mountain Dew Ice is your product. It sounds awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it's trying really, it. It's really, really good. Here's mine right off the bat. I'm giving him a six. I mean, I dock him a point because he went to OU, okay? So, <laughs> okay, so it's really a seven. It's really a seven, but I, he's a flawed human being because he yeah. went there. I'm going to give him back that point. Uh, I'm going to give him the eight. Thank you. This is the first person we've had. You. No, no, no. This is the first person we've had that has done a salt Sprinkle bag, the sprinkle. A sprinkle. The sprinkle. And, and I'll say this. As someone that talks a lot of bullshit, when he leaned at the end and said, is a product for you. I knew in his head he went, I just fucking dominated this shit. And I like that yeah, swagger. That's exactly what it was. Gerald McCoy, uh, he's been <laughs> killing the game for a long time. Multiple pro bowler, defensive tackle, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are going to be real very soon. They have been humbled. They have been motivated. And this guy knows what the fuck to do. Gerald McCoy, thank you, brother. I appreciate Get you guys having me, Get that caffeine and that sprinkle of fruit juice. Appreciate just a little you. bit. All right, put your uh, yeah, put your headset on. Let's do it. I just had to shout y'all out. No, right. no I appreciate you. And put your face up on that too. All right, yeah. so uh, we had Alvin Kamara. He was awesome. Now we have Ingram. Mark Ingram. Mark. That's a good way I to love say it. that. Well, that's it. how. Uh, Boomer, that's the original. That's how his, his dad was the receiver for my dad in the Giants. Damn. Yeah. yeah what up, kid? What Mark Ingram? Mark Ingram. What was that? How was that? Yeah, how it, it was, it was those. Chris Berman on the highlights. He would say when like Ingram that. Ingram had a big catch. He'd go. Ed Sims throws the ball to Mark Ingram. Yeah. yeah I've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. that before. Yeah. It was yeah. really cool. And yeah. his dad really had one of the greatest plays in the history of the Super Bowl that goes unnoticed. Is this your dad's MVP no, Super Bowl? No, this is this 1990. Is Jeff Hosteller. It's a third and eight, a crucial part of the game. I think it was yep, third and eight. Yep, yep. And third and 13. It's third think. and 13. You're right. Yeah. He caught it at like a seven-yard completion. Yep. And if anybody's out there, you need to YouTube highlight. He makes a move, breaks some ankles, then breaks tackles, and then people are holding his one leg, and he's hopping, yeah. and he gets the first down on the famous 10-minute drive to start the second half. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, 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 so his yeah. dad's a legend to me, so and you're a legend now, too. He's a legend too. to me, too. Yeah, well, he should be. <laughs> so Your what? dad's a legend to me. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate Man, it. those Giants teams, Do you? what was it like? Because I know it turns him back into a kid. Does it turn you into a kid, Listen, too? I was, like, not even old enough to remember. Like, yeah. I was born in 89. I was born in December 21st, oh, damn, 1989. So. But I bet you the pictures of you in Giants jerseys. Hey, and- I've seen the highlights. I've seen the Super Bowl trophy growing up. Yeah. I've seen all the Giants, everything. So I grew up a Giants fan for sure. And, uh, you know, my dad, man. That, yeah. That, I love I love that that play right there makes me smile heavy. Yeah, man, I hear it. It gives me chills. Sure. I can remember sitting there in the stadium <laughs> watching it. Uh, speaking of fun, man, you guys had fun this year. Every time I looked up, the whole team's posing for a picture. You're doing the backpack kid dance. I'm seeing airheads on the sideline. It felt like it was a fun year for you guys in New Orleans. Man, the energy that, you know, this team had, it was just different than years in the past. I think um, the work that we put in in OTAs and in, in, in training camp, uh, we just we just had a different confidence about us. Yeah. You know? Even with the first two games, we started off 0-2. We knew that we had a, a tough game going to Carolina, and then we was going to be on the road going to London. So we knew that those two weeks would define our season. Yeah. We went 2-0 and um, on those two weeks, and we rattled off six after bang, that. So we bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, so um, we just started having fun. Um, guys were taking pictures together. Hell when, yeah. you, when you make a play, guys are celebrating together. Guys are genuinely happy for one another. And I feel like when you have camaraderie like that as a team and – 
you have a brotherhood like that as a team, the sky's the limit. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to build on that. It's funny, before the season, I only saw one analyst pick the Saints to win the NFC South. Yeah, we nobody picked us. You, you know? know who did? You? Oh. Yeah. That's I why that's my dude right here. I you, saw it coming. You quickly become one of my favorite people. Appreciate dude, that. Dude, quickly. Thank preseason, you. he's looking, and he goes, they got dogs. Mm-hmm. And they nailed every fucking draft pick. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they got the squad. And then when you started off 0-2, it was like, I don't know, man. It was the Patriots. Sam Bradford played maybe the best game of his fucking life in week right, one. Right, right, And I knew the Panthers were going to jumpstart your ass. Because mm-hmm. the NFC South, your rivalries are crazy. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous in the NFC South. We have definitely the best division of football. Yeah. Argue same it. Shit. Yeah. it yeah. really is hard to argue. Yeah. Uh, this is the thing I think I'd love to, for people to hear. Like, I think people see, like, oh, now it's Alvin Kamara and you and him, and they go, whoa, does Mike, Mark Ingram like the fact that he's got to share carries? And I always have to try to explain to people, I bet you Mark Ingram loves that Alvin Kamara is there because it saves your body. Yep. It's going to give you more gears, yep. which is going to give you more money yep. and all yep. those things. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm answering my own question, but I'd like to hear you talk about he him and the combination. Hey, hey, like you said, man, I'm going to confirm you, man, uh, just the fact that, you know, when you have like three or four backs, it's difficult, but when it's two backs, it's perfect, yeah. you know, and um, just to be able to save your body, be able to be fresh throughout the entire season, right? Um, that, that goes a long way. You know, nobody's getting beat up. I'm not getting 30 carries a game. Yep. Uh, he's not getting 25 carries and six catches, you know, so we're both staying fresh throughout the game. We're both staying healthy, prolonging my career, prolonging yeah. his career, and uh, we're both benefiting from each other. Yeah, so, you are. Uh, that, that's a blessing, man. I was yeah. talking to Kamara. Is it Kamara or Kamara? Kamara. Kamara. He yeah. says, say it like Camaro, but A, Kamara. Yeah. He's Kamara. a cool motherfucker. Yeah, he no, really hey, is. Hey, he, 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 he a fly young cat. He is. And we were Seriously. talking about Nick name and I said fuck boom and zoom that shit's that, trash it's weak bro it's that's weak. weak bro so I pitched him on one yesterday and I'd like to give it to you I think he's Mr. Migos with the new album I think you should be walk it and talk it he's Mr. He, walking and talk it Walk it, talk it. He said he was going to talk to you. I said, don't worry. I'm going to talk to him. Get that shit trained. Just give left go credit. We're staying at the same place. He ain't bringing it up yesterday, so I'm going to have to give him crap about that. Walk it and talk it. Walk it and talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk (laughs) it. I try to explain to Sims who the Migos are. It's tough. I I probably know their songs, but I'm not like. Yeah, Mark was like, yo, damn. Bad and bougie. I gotta hear it. I don't know that one. I'm not even gonna lie. But I don't know. I'm a visually 37 and a, da- a dad. Like it's it's a shame. But I've become that guy. I got an 11 year old and a seven year old, and I'm just like, damn, I'm out of to date. I, nobody thinks my jokes are funny anymore. Can you, can you explain to the people out there why Sean Payton might be the coolest coach in the NFL? Just like give us some examples. Man, he just he he just a cool cat, man. You know, he we got the music booming at practice after we win the game. Yeah, we got the uh, after we went after we beat Carolina for the third time, you oh. know, that's a, that's a crazy the, rivalry. The broom out. Yeah, we had the broom out, we had the music going, we was just celebrating. But he talks crap to players. He does, man. I know, he's hey, amazing. You gotta back up a coach like that, right? He was right. doing the skull you know? chant Bro. at the end of the game. He did this to Devontae Freeman. All that. Yeah. Like, and I'm about all that. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm with about you. all that. So, <laughs> uh, you know, you gotta play hard for a guy like that. You gotta love a guy like that, yeah. man. And, uh, you know, he just wants you to have your best on. He wants you to put your best foot forward at all times because that's what he's going to do. When everybody puts their best foot forward, uh, that means success for the team. So, right. Sim said when he was on the Bucks and Aqib Talib came in his rookie year, they the whole team looked at each other and went, hell yeah, we got ourselves a dog. Like the first practice. You right. got to have it. Yeah. And so for you guys to have Lattimore, Ramchick, uh, Kamara, and then who was the other top? Safety. Marcus Williams, Marcus Williams, who had a great year, yeah, and we had one play. Well, erase that but play. For yeah. you to have four guys 
What were you guys saying to each other when that rookie class came in? Well, you don't even know. You can never tell. You know, I've it was my seventh year this year, so Damn, I've been a part of a lot of rookie classes that sometimes didn't make an immediate impact. Rob, you know? It happens. And so those guys come in right away. They were making, they were making plays. You know, Alvin, Marshawn, Ryan Ramchick. You know. Everybody was like right tackle, you know, for us. Right. Uh, if we didn't pick Ryan Ramchick, our season would have been way he different. He played every yeah. freaking position. Every, bro, he played right tackle, left tackle, whatever you needed yeah. him to do. And he played it at a high level. This is the perfect so. time to ask about your guy. You be- Sims believes that Andrus Pete You're might right. be the best guard in the NFL. That and was a Pete devastating loss for you guys to have him get hurt at the end. That hurt. That but hurt. yeah, talk about it. Because I think he's like one of the Andrus best guards Pete is in football. A dog. He Andrus kills Pete people. Is a beast, man. He's a bulldozer. You can't do nothing with him. Man. And I love <laughs> his ass and legs. He's got like <laughs> he's got like four asses. Do you remember the legs. combine? <laughs> yes. Bubble butt. Bubble butt. <laughs> I mean, thighs for days. We I'm tease like, him about that, bro. Shit. I mean, it's unbelievable. Of course, he's gonna move people out of the way with that leg and ass. Yeah, man. He's a dog. What do you? What nicknames do you give? him for that man he's big pete he's ap 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 big pete damn andrew pearson left and you stole his nickname <laughs> like that ap is ad <laughs> oh my ad God. all day right. what what everyone talked about oh he stagnated it i get it but i'm sure it was cool to have him in the locker room what was the best thing you took from adrian peterson when he was there just his work ethic man how he works you know how he approaches his recovery of his body um, you just learn so much from him. Just as running backs, you know, what you see on that run. You know, maybe you could have pressed him more or you maybe you could have got downhill a little faster. Maybe you could have, you know, gave him an inside stick and bounced it outside. Yeah. Just, just just, the nuances of the running back position, learning it from a guy who's ran for almost 12,000 yards, run, learning it from a guy who's been the MVP, learning it from a guy who's ran for 2,000 yards. That's a blessing. Someone that I've watched since he was a freshman at Oklahoma right? going crazy, you know. Um, it was a blessing to have him in the room. And like I said, it was all love between our running back room. But it was never nothing personal. But you got a Heisman, and he doesn't. Hey, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I yeah. got the Heisman. Yeah, yeah. He, should, he probably should have had it too, he right? He probably should have, yeah. Saban yeah. and Sean Payton are very similar, right? Nah. They, <laughs> and nah, their demand nah. they probably are. Yeah, right? yeah. Some ways they're very similar. Payton's a renegade. Yeah, yeah. Payton, Payton's a man. Yeah. And Saban's the man too, but he's just saving a little bit more. Belichickian. Yes, yes. There right. you go. Yeah. You're gonna say you ruthless, go. just straight. Like there's no, he ain't ruthless, there's no man, because he shows love, but he he's real straightforward and he don't play no games. No, yeah, he don't play no games. Right. No games. All right. So who are you here with us today? I'm here with EA Sports. Man. All right. Don't do it yet. Here's how we're gonna do this. Yeah, we got we great you here. Real. We're gonna we're on your performance. We want to see how you are as a sales pitchman. This is an av- an opportunity for you to show all the brands out there what Mark Ingram brings when you sponsor him. Hey, so listen. I'm going to give you the floor. This is Madden. Yeah, I'm with the EA Madden NFL Club Challenge Championships. Listen, it's 32 players representing each team. They're playing for $500,000 and two Super Bowl tickets. Listen, and you can witness this final tonight on ESPN2, 8 p.m. Central. I'm doing the analyzing. I'm doing analyzing the play-by-play color analyst of each play, and it's going down. It's going to be turned up. Come check it out. The NFL Madden Club Challenge Championships. Your boy is hosting it. Thank you. It's pretty strong. I'm going eight. I'm going eight also. Okay. Here, oh, you're so upset right I'm not now. giving you a ten. I'm like the Russian judge, man. you got to just come in here. I'm giving not you. Not even a nine? Here, here's why I'm going to do this. One, love that you talked to the camera. Love that you were like, I'm going to do it. You the pound of the chest. You were really into yeah. it. Um, I Maybe involve us a little bit. Look you said at, you were giving me the floor. 
Uh, no, but you maybe be like, I bust his ass in Madden. You know, I'm just, we're tough okay, judges. Okay, okay But okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say I, this. I accept. How are you at Madden? I know you got to go. I'll whoop you. I will <laughs> whoop your ass. You won't do nothing. I'm going to have him saints. You, you would come I'm leaning heavy will, on 22 and 41, and I'm throwing it to 13. You will join the graveyard of athletes that come to Bleacher Report, and I throw their carcass on the ground after I decimate them with whatever team. I don't believe in you, especially because you just gave me that eight. I That's ain't taking right. no prisoners no, no, on Mark, you. Come, when you come up to New York City, you let us know. And you can set his yes. ass straight. And I will. I will, I will throw, do that. I'll throw right. five touchdowns with Deshaun Kaiser on your ass. Yeah, that means oh, I just got to throw seven. Negative, Ghost Rider. No, negative. No, I don't even want to know. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. I think the Saints have the coolest backfield in the NFL. I'm up there. I'm. You know me. I love the Saints. I love Sean Payton. I love Mark these. Mark Ingram. All right, from now on, that's what we're saying on the podcast. Yeah. Mark Ingram. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, thank you. Thanks yeah, for having man. me, guys. All right, guys. The Transition King is back at it again. Oh, gosh, you're so good. Uh, I really hope Ingram and Kamara take Walk It and Talk It. That would be awesome. Right? As long as they give us credit. If they take it and then don't even say your name. They're dead to us. Then the hell with them. Yeah, fuck them. (laughs) Uh, Guys, that's it. Four podcasts this week. I hope you really loved it. We are going to take all of the other podcasts. We're doing like another 15 tomorrow. And what we're going to do is we're going to save them and release them because they're really good conversations. And we talked about more than just the Super Bowl. That was our big goal. I don't really want to hear everyone's take on the Super Bowl. No. We cover it better than they do, frankly. Well, yeah. And a lot of players that are playing in the league right now, they didn't play the Eagles this year. They didn't play the Patriots. Yeah, so whatever. They might not even saw them on crossover film. And not all players are like us to where they go home and watch every game on TV, too. I mean, it's consuming their life as is, so they don't need to, like, live it and breathe it all the time. So it's going to be a lot of really good conversations. I know we got, like, Todd Gurley tomorrow. So all that will be coming up in the next few weeks. It's good shit, and we're excited to give it to you. I am going to be taking over the Bleacher Report Instagram story channel during the Super Bowl. And if you're listening to this beforehand, check it out. Pay attention. It'll be fun. Sims, where are you going to be watching the Super Bowl? Do you know yet? Probably on the sidelines. Ooh, really? Baby. Well, I have a... Where can they watch you for Super Bowl weekend? <laughs> well, I'm going to be on the NBC pregame show, so okay. that'll be cool. And then on postgame show, NBC Sports Network. You're going to be on there. I'll be on there as well. Wow. Uh, and then in the in game, the stadium? in the game, I'm looking forward to being on the field pregame. I, my wife is coming to the game, so I probably wow. will go and sit in the stands with her for a little while, cool. and then I'll ditch her ass and go find a better place to watch the game again. All right. Well, I'll hit you up. I'll be in there with my mom. Yep. So Sharon. What Sha- about Bruce? Bruce will be there too. Cool. Somewhere else. Cool. With his like carpet over his head because he's freaking out. And you're leaving us. I'm out tomorrow night. Flight. Man, Josh is, Josh is running Bleacher Report, Good so he has things you. to do. I want to also give a shout-out to the crew that was here. Matt Canvasser oh, yeah. doing yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. research, doing the White Boy Supreme Heads, keeping us on our toes. Mark Steinmetz and Gabe Gomez have been with us now for a long time. Mark holding down audio. Gabe with the camera right now. Gabe, do a little shake. Gabe, can we see the sticky fingers? It's been a while. Oh! Yeah, Who knows where those things have been it's this been a week. Good crew, and I'm going to give a shout-out to our makeup artist, Patricia. Patricia. Patricia, and of course, Dylan uh, for holding us down as uh, well. The hell with Dylan. It's been a fun week. Uh, guys, it's been so much fun. As always, hit us up on social at Sims and Lefko. Hit us up on YouTube. Just search Sims and Lefko. But this is kind of the, the end. And now it's a Super Bowl, and then we do it all over again. We're going to rebuild your favorite teams. We're going to get you ready for the NFL draft. And then it's offseason. Whoa. Whoa, big, big offseason. Off for Sims. Peace out, homie. For Fendrick. Good evening. And the L-E-F-K-O-E. Trans- Transition King.
<laughs> so bad. I'm screwing myself. <laughs> uh, go Eagles, Guskowski wide right. We'll holler at you guys. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Love you long time. Long time.